Hello, this is Michael Broom Sr. and welcome to the Good Father Brand Podcast. This podcast is about creating a platform and dialogue about fatherhood and also about fatherhood experiences. So without further ado, I'm going to get started. Um, I do want to say, um, make sure that you follow the Good Father Brand Podcast on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, and also on Spotify. I know for sure it's on those three um, avenues to listen to. Also, follow the Good Father Brand on Instagram and Twitter, Good Father Brand. Um, any inquiries or anything like that, you can email the Good Father Brand at gmail.com. So, without further ado, I'm going to get started. Um, I hope everyone has enjoyed their week so far. Um, this is a um, new week, new opportunity, and new things just to get things started. So, what I'm going to talk about this week, um, I got two subjects. Um, it's going to be about um, it's going to be about um, Dwayne Wade's son. Um, I know in the last episode that uh, I made Dwayne Wade father of the week, and um, I'm gonna just break that down of you know of why I feel that way and about his son and everything like that. And also I'm gonna also talk about since Tiger Woods won the Masters um, recently that I'm gonna talk about. Um, fathers pushing their kids to be great so i'm going to you know talk about those two things today so i'm going to start with um Dwayne Wade's son if you don't know that um i believe it was the um the pride um gay pride parade that was in miami i think it was like a week or so ago and Dwayne Wade's son um came out and you know he came out and said he was gay so the reason that i brought this up is because that Dwayne Wade is very supportive of his son coming out and everything like that. And the question I got is that would you support your child although you don't agree with what they're doing? I noticed that in certain cultures and certain communities, certain things are supported and certain things are not supported. And I'm not even talking about like, you know, coming out or anything like that. It could be about your dreams, your goals, what you major in in college, what you want to do in life, um, a decision when it comes to your personal life, your family, um, a friend that your parents really don't like. Like, is it, will you, as a parent, will you support your child although you don't support it? I mean, that you don't, you wouldn't do it. But would you still support your child or you don't agree with what they're doing? Um, I believe that's something that's very interesting because your kids, you know, you guide them in the right direction. But at the end of the day, they're still individuals. You're just guiding the individual. But that doesn't mean that and they're going to do, do absolutely everything that you say. They're not absolutely going to do that. They are going to... They're not gonna, you know, do that completely. You feel what I'm saying? Like they, ain't, they're not going to do exactly what you expect them to. So it, it, I, I, I believe that's a very interesting concept when it comes to parenting. I know me as a father, I would love for my kids to do a particular thing, but if they did otherwise, I'm not gonna love them less. I see parents if they don't agree with everything about them. 
you know, when it comes to their kids, that their kids don't agree with everything that the parent says or does, that the parent will basically outcast that child just because they're not doing what they say. Um, I, I see parents a lot, they feel like their child is indebted to them because they, you know, the parent created them. And you have to realize that a child is their, a child's gonna grow up and they're still their own person. They don't have to do what is all that you have to do just because you're the parent and you're old and you created them. Like we should not give um, our children a sense of indebtedness because if, if that's the concept, they're gonna always be indebted because without you, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be born. And I, f I feel like it's very unfair. It's very unfair to put your child in that situation. Now, for me, when it comes to showing, you know, showing a, a child of supporting them, although I wouldn't agree with what they're doing, I would try my best to create that balance. Like, I will let them know that I don't fully support it. I mean, I'll say I fully support it, but I would say that I don't agree with the principles of what you're doing. Um, I guess for me, it's kind of like the things that I've done in life that I believe that it wasn't completely understood by, you know, by my parents. Like, uh, for example, I have a podcast, I have a brand, I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think my parents, you know, understand about podcasting and things like that, like um, venturing out and doing my own thing and, you know, um, f I mean, I don't think my, I don't think there was little to no support when I left my hometown. Um, I haven't been in my hometown in almost two years now. So I believe that was a transition um, that, you know, that my mom, you know, I, it's it's a difficult thing to just to say or just to talk about just because you know although your parents might not agree with it you still got your own life to live you still got to live it and if you go through life having fear and using you know being afraid of what your parents might think you may not go far just because in the back of your head you're doing stuff for your parents and not for you so I believe that you should still do your own thing, although your parents may disagree with your methods or the principles or your decision in life. So, I mean, as a parent, you need to understand that your kid has your own life, but if all that child and your parents just basically diss you just because you chose something for yourself, you gotta take that risk and do it. Don't let fear of their reaction stop you for what, what, what you're supposed to do in your life. That's the benefit of your life is yours. And don't make, and parents don't make your child feel indebted. Let them live their life. You live yours because it's funny how most parents, well, not gonna say most parents, but parents, you know, they would they'll do all this rebellious stuff when they was young. They'll do all of this stuff. Then when they have kids, now they super tight. Now they all over, now they hovering over their kids. And it's like, no, like you did all this while and that. What are they afraid of them doing what you did? That may be it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure, but it seems like that may be it of 
why they feel like they do what they supposed to, you know, they do what they do. Like, but you got to support, you, you have to support your kids, although you may not agree with it, although you may not understand it. You, you, you should support your child because your child is going to remember that. They're going to remember them times that you didn't support them, you wasn't there for them, and you outcasted them because of a choice or a lifestyle that you don't agree with. Like, it doesn't matter if they, you know, if they come out or if they pick a career field, a certain career field, or they step out in entrepreneurship or you know, or if they leave town or they have that person in their life that you don't really like, like all of that stuff, you have to understand and see that they have their own life to live. Because, I mean, mean, they're going to be a kid for a certain period of time, but eventually they're going to grow up. They're going to be grown. And they're going to remember all the times that you didn't. And now y'all got a strained relationship because of something that they decided to do. And you outcasted them because of it. I don't think that is worth the risk. Me not, I mean, just because I disagree with something about my child, now I gotta, now I have a relationship with my child that I don't have anymore. All because of that. I don't think it's worth it. Because you're going to live in regret at the end of your life. You're going to be like, dang, man, like I should have been there for my child I should have supported them I should have been there for them and sometimes it may be too late you might pass away or you know or some you know something like that may happen and you never you might not get the opportunity to do that so although your child is making a certain choice or a certain lifestyle change a certain career change or you know they just up you know uprooting everything still support them still be there for them even if it's from a distance like be there for them let them know, like, just because you're doing all this stuff in life, I still love you. I still support you. I'm still there for you. Just keep that in mind, man. Keep that in mind. So, no matter what your child does, make sure that you're there for them. Just always support them, man. Now, I'm not saying support no craziness like, oh, they going on a killing spree or something. Like, I'm not talking about nothing like that. I'm talking about the positive, the positive stuff, the good stuff. You know, like, but that, that, that's, that's pretty much it with that one. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is about Tiger Woods and being pushed to greatness. Now, Tiger Woods' son, uh, not Tiger Woods' son, but, I mean, he does have a son, but it's not the point. Um, I believe the reason that Tiger Woods was pushed to greatness was because of his father. Earl Woods. If you don't know the Tiger Woods story, I'm going to summarize it real quick. Um, Tiger Woods' dad trained Tiger ever since he was a kid with golf. And he ended up being a child prodigy, ended up doing pretty good in golf. And in the 90s, if y'all don't know, like late late 90s, early 2000s, Tiger dominated golf. Like that little decade period, he dominated golf and he was going he was going into circles that hasn't been touched yet like brothers didn't dominate golf like but like that before tiger came and you know he went through a situation of you know infidelity adultery messing around with his wife and you know then he went through like a, a 11 year skid of like not really doing much 
So he won the you know, he won the masters um this past weekend and it, like I feel like the drive and the competitiveness and and the determination that he showed, I believe that came from his dad. I believe his dad gave him all the tools and the 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 principles to make sure that he does well, even if he's not here, because you know um, Tiger Woods' dad passed away um, years ago. So I believe that when you train up a child young, and I'm not even talking about sports, it could be life, it could be academics, it could be um, if it's a spirituality system or religion, it could be you know with a career, it could be whatever. You train up a child and push them to greatness. I feel like fathers can push their child to greatness. I mean, mothers can too, don't get me wrong. Mothers can push their child to greatness also, but I'm just using this example of how a of, um, of, a, of a good dad, actually, a good father actually molding and guiding their child to be great at something. And, that, and for Tiger Woods, it was golf. I mean, your father could push you to greatness in academics, push you to greatness with a career, push you to greatness with entrepreneurship. You know, it's not a particular one thing. I believe fathers should push their kids to greatness, even if it's sometimes tough love, even sometimes it gets, you know, when it gets rough and hard and you have to see that, like, fathers, you know, just they just putting their children in the right direction, man. Like, you, you, I feel like that's something that must be done. You must put your child in a good situation, and you gotta push them to be great. And I mean, sometimes kids can be great naturally. Like, you know, they want the drive to be great. They want the drive to, you know, do great things in their life. I just feel like, you know, fathers they should be able to lead the way when it comes to that. Give them the proper training and the proper guidance to put them in that um, that particular direction. You have to understand that fatherhood is something that is, um, it's something that you should be guided with. Like fatherhood is something that if you put, if you guide them into that particular direction, that's the direction they will go. Fatherhood, fathers are visionaries. When you put a father in a visionary situation, they're gonna they they create a vision for the next generation. They see it where everything is going. The mothers have their role and the fathers have theirs. In today's society, they try to mess up the roles of the father and the mother. Keep it the same way as it has been before. Now I know that in, you know I'm a black man, so in my community, the role of the father and the mother has been. In, in disarray a little bit. But I feel like we need to get back to the role of what a father is. A father's a leader, a father's a visionary, a father's a protector, a father's a provider. I feel like we need to go back to that mentality because at one point, all fathers had this mentality. You know, um, being, you know, trying your best to have the best relationship with your, with your kids, even though you may not live in the same house you know, treating their mother with respect, although y'all are not together. Stuff like that. I feel like fathers are the the right foundation for children. 
to be steered in the right direction. The father's the one to give the discipline. You know, I think this is what makes it more difficult for single mothers is because they got to play mother and father. They got to be protector and nurturer. They have to be the breadwinner and the domestic. Yeah, I'm not saying that all women should be domesticated. I'm not saying that. It's just that, like, I'm just saying that in that example that single mothers have to do, they got to do double duty. They got to do everything instead of just doing, you know, a few things. So it's like, I feel like the role of the father should make a, it needs to make a comeback. Now, I've seen a lot of great fathers out there that's doing their thing. Good job. Um, I'm proud of, I'm proud of you guys for um, doing exactly what you need to do as a father. And and I'm noticing that some dads out there, well, I can't say some, a lot of dads out there, they feel like, I mean, a lot of them don't get a pat on the back for the job that they do. So I want to say out to all the fathers that did this doing your job, job well done, keep going, keep pushing, and keep striving because you're needed out here. You're necessary out here in this world. Fathers are needed, no matter what society has said, no matter if you see these, you know, these think tanks and um, these um, these people out here that feel like fathers aren't important, fathers are important. Your children need you. Your children look up to you in more ways than you think. And the older they get, the more they're able, the, yeah, the older they get, the, the more that you'll see how much you are needed. Your, your, your children need you, man. So if you a father out there and you feel like you haven't, you know, stepped up to the plate or you feel like you need to work more on it, go ahead and do that. If you haven't seen your child or dealt with your child for a long time, make that phone call. Send that text message. You need to reach out. Reach out to your child, man. It's, it's, it's not as difficult as you putting it out as. Reach out to your kids especially the ones that hasn't been consistent in their child's life. I, I find it weird sometimes that fathers that are deadbeats, that are absentee, they are not doing what they're supposed to be doing in life, those are the same ones that will wait years and years and years for their child to reach out to them. Why does the child have to reach out to you? You are the father. You are older. You are the leader. You are the visionary. You are... You're supposed to be the mature and the wiser one. Why does your child have to reach out to you? Why do you make them feel like they are the like it's their fault that it happened, that you wasn't in their life? No, you need to make that phone call. You need to send that test message. Social media is big now. Find them on social media. You know your kid's name. You can find them. Contact them through their mom. You need you fathers out there. You need to find it out. And I, I guess I'm speaking from personal experience because I had to reach out to my father several times. He's never reached out to me. Never. Not once. Why? I don't know. I don't know why it's like that. Um, with And I found out that this is a trend with fathers that have not been active in their children's lives. They always want you to reach out to them. And it's kind of like, then they guilt you when you ha try to have a relationship. Like, you kept them away. Um, if I grow up without you and you're not active in my life, you are a missing link. I don't, 
I don't know. I don't really know too much about you. I don't know what you're about. I don't know what your life is like. Cause if you're absentee dad, most of the time it make it seem like you left on purpose. Like you didn't want to be involved in my life. Now I'm not saying like he should be in the same household as me. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that although you you and my mom didn't have I. I you know, no matter what happened in your relationship and ended, it is what it is, whatever. But that doesn't mean you cut your children off either. That that's the part that doesn't make no sense to me. If you had these kids, you need to step up to the plate and be responsible and be active in their life. Giving the child support check ain't enough. Seeing them every couple of years or every holiday don't work. That's not consistent enough. You could be in the same town as your child and you don't go see him. To me, that don't that, that that don't make sense. I don't care what issue you have with the child's mother. You still need to be there for your kids. Go to court. Go to court. I don't care how much it costs. You need to do what you need to do to be active in your children's life. I just always found it funny that I would, the, the dads that are not active in their kids' life are the ones that make their child feel guilty for them not being in their life. Uh, You chose that. The child didn't ask to be here. The child didn't, you know, didn't voluntarily do it. You need to you need to step up, man up, and repair it. Especially when they get older. Because the older they get, the angrier they get, and the more they're going to resent you. And the more they're not going to care. So you need to get them while they're young. Don't wait until they're grown to be trying to, uh, for waiting on them. Because if you wait on a child to come to you, most of the time, you're going to be waiting forever. You're not going to get that opportunity. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it the way that you think that you will. So, just keep that in mind that if you're a father out there and you're doing this, don't waste no more time. Go after it. Period. Period. Like that's exactly what you need to do, man. Like I, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of seeing dads that are like this. And maybe I'm speaking, you know, pouring my heart out there just because I've dealt with this personally with my own dad. And this is something that I'm very passionate about because I don't want my kids or any other children to experience that from their father. They didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask to be born. You halfway created them. So you need to step up man up be responsible and be active that's all i'm saying all right it's going to be the end of this episode this is episode 15 of the good father brand podcast man i can't believe it's been 15 episodes but yeah um i have some um some great things coming with this podcast soon so you guys stay tuned um if you would like to be a guest on the podcast um you can send me a um you can you know send me a dm on the good father brand um yeah you can send me a direct message from there or you can send an email to the good father brand at gmail.com again that's the good father brand at gmail.com um any inquiries if you want to me to speak um you know at a school or you want me to be part of a panel or you want to invite me as a guest on your platform or anything like that send me email at the good father brand at gmail.com so 
you know, and also follow the Good Father brand on, um, you know, on Instagram and Twitter also. And listen to me on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I know those three I'm definitely on. And please leave a review. Please share. Tell a friend, tell a friend of a friend about this podcast. And leave a review. And if you had any questions in regards to fatherhood or anything like that, if you want me to ask any, if you want to ask any questions to me or anything like that, just let me know. I am perfectly fine with that. Um, you know, yeah, just send any thoughts that you have. Um, I will greatly receive it. So um, that's the episode of the Good Father Brand Podcast. Y'all take care and enjoy your week. Peace.